are live. JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a special E.G. Phillips tree. We got E.G. Phillips in the box right now as we speak. Getting geared up for the weekend. And a lot of exciting events, which we're going to be diving into. We got uh, band shells going to be er, going on every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So that is happening right now. Lots of excitement in the park as we kick up this uh, musical summer. <laughs> we got the uh, comedy battle here after the show today. Uh, we have at Last Cafe tomorrow. That's uh, 20th in Alabama. Come out for some tasty jokes on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Tasteful, yeah. But you know, it was just, uh, you never know what you're going to see out there. Get really, uh, really crazy. Um, come out to the uh, Farmer's Markets. That is on Sunday. It's Outer Sunset Farmer's Market. The Inner Sunset uh, Flea Market. There's nothing more organic than uh, getting your produce and listening to some local uh, tunes simultaneously. And things are just getting hotter and hotter as uh, we're getting geared up for the Mini Radio Comedy Festival. A lot of people coming in from all over. And um, Mime Troop. Mime Troop is happening too. Just can't get it off. Sunk Lightning. That is my Candyman theme. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. <laughs> I'm doing well. I know that you said that you, uh, I mean, you rolled up right at the station. That was, uh, that's great. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Parking can be tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so you got this uh, show coming up. I mean, you have so much going on. These flyers are really yeah. something special. Yeah, and uh, I'll be in Golden Gate Park tomorrow. Uh, at noon, I'll be playing on JFK as part of the whole JFK promenade thing. But for me, you know, the big event coming up are you know, Thursday on the 13th. I'll be playing at the Hotel Utah, uh, doing a songwriters in the round with uh, some local folks. And um, including folks will be playing with me uh, at a show later th in August, um, as well as you know some folks you know, um, Lola, who you interviewed recently, uh, we met at the uh, the Balance Breakfast Summit, um, and of course Rivo, who's been a, who's a mainstay around here. And Rivo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, in August, EG Fest, that is my mostly annual birthday show, <laughs> where I invite other singer-songwriters to come out and serenade me with my own songs. Um, That's great. I actually was there uh, for the last EG Phillips. Um, that was really great. I mean, in the backyard of the Bizarre Cafe, and it's a pretty ideal setup. Yeah, yeah, I sort of settled on Bizarre Cafe as the place that takes place. It's, it's sort of a unique event because a lot of the audience are other singer-songwriters and folks that I know <laughs> that I 
uh, cobbled together a volunteer for this strange little event that I keep managing to pull off, which will be EG Fest 7. Uh, and if you look at the promotional artwork and all of that, you've got these uh, rubber ducky gnomes. I should make sure I brought one of those, but uh, uh, garden gnome <laughs> ru rubber duckies. <laughs> and, um, you know, each EG Fest uh, has to have a theme. Uh, the rubber ducks, of course, come from the fact that I have a fake band called Ducks with Pants. I'll explain the mysterious origins of all that at some point. <laughs> but, um, you know, you know the, the first year, uh, I had no idea if it was going to happen or, or work, but the idea of having rubber ducks was cool, so I had rock and roll rubber duckies. And I did one year at Utah, and I have that mermaid, so I have mermaid and pirate rubber duckies. Um, and garden gnome, dwarf, kind of similar-ish enough. So I said EG Fest 7, 7 dwarves, 7 garden gnomes. <laughs> I really like that uh, that picture. D who drew that? Uh, so it's a, a gal named uh, Sarah Beefish, uh, who um, this is one of the first times I haven't actually used a local artist. But uh, you know Ben Vicini of uh, yes. comedy music. I've seen he's been using her for some of his artwork. She's a Twitch streamer, and she does her draw drawing stuff online. And he's also, of course, big into doing Twitch. So I figured I'd tag her. And uh, ask her to do it because her art style I figured would work well since you know, I'm leaning heavily into the whole Disney thing. Uh, I even ended up having a trip out to Disney uh, this past month because my family wanted to go out there. So it was kind of like, okay, uh, I'll take some rubber duckies to Disneyland and take some photos while I'm bopping around there. And kind of the, the cast, uh, we got some of the cast members to uh, pose with the duckies. Um, and that's just sort of an ongoing theme on my Instagram feed. If you go to the, the Ducks with Pants on the Instagram, you'll see the rubber duckies. I just sort of carry them around with me and uh, take uh, photos opportunistically. Yeah, there's you know rubber duckies are kind of timeless. I feel like when you're a kid too, and and there's they fit into the the more whimsical aspect of. that I have, uh, as does the whole Ducks with Pants thing in general. Um, and, you know, you can buy these uh, rubber duckies on Amazon and all of the trading company and the different themes. And so, you know, have fun with them. I, you know, give them out as party favors at the event. <laughs> party so that, favors. That, that's sort of the idea. But then, you know, I end up with far more than I... <laughs> can get rid of <laughs> so I end up taking them to shows and then it's kind of like okay I'll throw the rubber duckies out into the audience uh, and it just you know you know when you're promoting the event you take the rubber ducky with you you can have um, you know some fun with that and it's you know I know what you're thinking is that a rubber ducky in his pocket uh, no it's actually two rubber duckies um, wow so that sort of that sort of shenanigans and your jeans are just bursting <laughs> so you got this uh, new track that hasn't even been released on Spotify yet. Uh, yeah, this is from my new EP. Um, in a complete contrast to the whole rubber ducky uh, ducks with pants thing, the, the next EP is called Outlaw of the Dead. Um, and I have uh, 
love those stickers of that. And uh, since this is not a visual medium, of course, <laughs> the, uh, th the best way to describe it is a, a gunslinger, but it's a skeleton, and he's out in the Old West there. And there's some other thematic stuff to that. But this is the, the this track that I'm releasing next Friday, on uh, the 14th, uh, is called It Ain't Good to Be in Love with You, which, of course, is much different than Outlaw of the Dead, but it does sort of <laughs> fit in all thematically once it comes together. Um, you'll notice one of the dominant colors on this little Outlaw of the Dead poster is orange, and the, uh, the song, It Ain't Good to Be in Love with You. Um, oh, I see it, yeah. It was um, inspired by that uh, day a few years back here in San Francisco where the sky turned that orange well done um that was the um the in inspiration for the initial verse uh and then you know as i was writing that um that a particular line popped out that led to a question that needed to be answered by the end of the song oh cool there's a mystery then you know um uh, yeah, well, we can talk a little bit m about it maybe after we play it. And show yeah. How that how it all came together, but you know that weird orange sky thing was the uh, the initial um, impetus for writing it. Of course, now the East Coast has experienced that. I, I hope I will not be blamed that that <laughs> part of some sort of guerrilla marketing campaign on my part. I was nowhere near Canada when they fired that product. So. That's wild. All right, so um, anyone just tuning in right now, we got E.G. Phillips in the box. We're playing back this unreleased single on Spotify, or it's not going to be. It's going to be released a week from now. Yeah, it's going to be on, on the uh, on the 14th, or if you're on the West Coast, 9 p.m. <laughs> on Thursday. That's awesome. Uh, this track is called "I Ain't Good it to ain't Be." Good. It ain't good to be in love with you. Suffocating sky won't yield no light. The hazy hue hides all sun and shine. It's been an all day eclipse with hints of apocalypse. It's the last words I heard from your lips. It Standing up on stage with so many things to say And I came to your name I saw you walk away Was it a slip of my tongue? Was your praise better unsung? 
Phillips, Muni Radio FM, sitting back in the box with E.G. Phillips themselves. What a track. Really like how that one came together. The second time I recorded at Hyde Street Studios in San Francisco with Chris McGrew as the producer and brought together a great group of musicians that he's been playing with for a long time. Do the overdubs and just ended up stacking those horns on top of each other. We got that great solo and it just worked out beautifully. And, and of course, uh, Christopher Fortier plays both the bass and the guitar. Um, he just did some some neat stuff uh, to add a lot of different texture to all the songs. Um, and you know, it's it's you know it's got that big band feel overall with all those horns and it's you know kind of schmaltzy in a way. But then you got that. Yeah, it's dreamy. 
Ethan Levitt, tenor sax. What an awesome collaboration. Hyde Street Studios, too, so much history. Yeah, um, I got the opportunity to record there um, last year, uh, rather than the year before. Um, yeah, it's one of these things, you know, life's a grand improvisation. Somebody calls you out of the blue to do backing vocals, and you say yes. And um, it happened to be a 15 cent uh, recording hurry piece. And it just released the song. And I got invited down to do that. It was the first time I'd been there. And I um, met Kevin Seal, uh, who is the vocal arranger and uh, the lead singer of uh, their new band, Seal Party. And I got uh, his vocals on that. I thought these guys would be a lot of fun. Yeah, so Seal Party, I'd met them too. I've heard them, but I actually got to meet the, one of the guys from Seal Party. Yeah, uh, Kevin's great. He, he actually uh, works over at Pandora, uh, and he's the keyboard player on that track that we just heard, as well as doing the, as well as the piano and the bass blues. And um, really enjoyed working with him. fun yeah it was a great great track i wanted to um so we're coming up on 420 right now we're going to open up the the line for call-ins here at mutiny radio 415-550-0511 we're gonna be giving away a breakfast biscuit uh from bizarre cafe and a ticket to uh july 13th hotel utah show um the phone number is 415-550-0511 we're gonna be playing back this E.G. Phillips song, The Octopus Song. Um, nice. Cool. The Octopus Song. One, two, one. <laughs> To survive, I don't have suckers, I can't change colors to instantly dawn at the sky. Perhaps this ancient notion is not so absurd. You're not from the ocean, but a much older universe. You slip through the cracks between worlds, and you cannot. You're an alien from an alternate earth You're a curious one, you have your moods You've got real personality You'll swim up 
and greet us when we open your tank or you squirt at me. Perhaps this ancient notion is not so absurd. You're not from the ocean, but a much older universe. You slip through the cracks between worlds. Now you cannot return. You're an alien from an alternate earth. Consciousness arise from a series of parallel but infinite processes constructed in the moment. It's a useful delusion, not a disease. One we are cured of once our minds drift off into the oblivious sea. As for slights of hand and multitasking, you've got the humans all beat. With one arm you stole the fish market, occupied us with another three. Perhaps this ancient notion is not so absurd. You're not from the ocean, but a much older universe. You slip through the crack between worlds They cannot return You're an alien from an alternate earth We've built an environment more suited for you than it is for us This infinite division of our attention Is not something to which I'll adjust You grind the gem a paradise to become more less dust. E.G. Phillips. Actually, Rich Armstrong on the trumpet there. Unfortunately, passed away back in October, but he was just really great. He came in and did a whole big band arrangement for another track uh, at the end of the album. And uh, he and Daniel Cesare just knock those parts out and we had time for them to record overdubs on a bunch of the other songs, including this one, and just improvise. And, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah, it sounds like a, I could hear this in a movie or something. 
Yeah, it's, it's got a very film noir type of feel to it. Sort of this interesting intersection of cool jazz and even sometimes musical as well as, of course, constitutional. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, you know what? I think the first time we met was at Bizarre Cafe at an open mic that they do there on Thursdays. Yeah, well, yeah, the open mic there is great. I mean, it's a little different because there is no mic. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, that's right. It's all acoustic owing to, you know, cabaret licenses and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I've made that a, a regular thing that I do just because it's, it's good to keep the performance chops up. And definitely missing that during the pandemic. It's also just a good way to meet other musicians. Where a lot of the folks that I end up bringing in as part of the EG Fest show, that where I've met them, as well as other walks of life, recording studio sessions, different things like there. But yeah, you know, you have to have a sort of different vibe when you play because a lot of things hide behind the microphone. The acoustics there are just incredible. Yeah, it's. Very cozy and it's intimate, and you know, the audience is usually pretty respectful. It also just gives you that practice of how do you fill a room with this sound. Yeah. yeah. So, anyone that hasn't been to Bizarre Cafe, that's on uh, California and 20th Avenue, right? Uh, and between 21st and 22nd. It's a great spot. Yeah, they have a great garden in the back. Look at that lemon tree as well. Yeah, you perform underneath the lemon tree. Josh and Razan, they took over a couple years ago from the previous owner. Put a lot of work into it. Both into the garden and spruce up the cafe, and as well as the menu. Josh is very creative. Works very hard in just getting things like the coffee to be done. Lots of tasty treats. Do you have a favorite thing on the menu? I mean, well, the biscuits are quite good. Curry is obviously a staple that they held over from the previous regime. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things. Definitely always the smoky chocolate chip cookie is good. <laughs> um, but um, they, they're always experimenting around with the different flavors of biscuits. And I have to what Josh has cooked up most recently. Eat a savory Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm definitely into the biscuits. I'm a, obsessed with the breakfast biscuit that they have there. That is a tasty Like a lock cradle type of creation with their homemade biscuits. Yeah. 
I wasn't even hungry either, but I'm starting to get hungry now. With that, uh, I get I get that and the dirty chai. They have a killer dirty chai there too. I've not tried that yet. I have their London Fog. I also have table spicy so i mean what do you think is the spiciest song that you got here up on spotify you have so much stuff you should anybody listening in we've got eg phillips here uh in the box go check out ej phillips on spotify basically everywhere you could find music um well i think uh mental map song is No way. How did you find this guy? Uh, that That is um, a resource that we sort of produced over the summer sketch in Boston. And he was originally from the South Bay area. And now he's out in Eastern. Did an EP with him a while back uh, called Nashville Reporting Volume 1. And essentially, the Mental Maps EP is, is sort of volume 2. Uh, the same that's, that's a different workflow than going into Hyde Street and working with band for all the instrumentation and drumming. Do a little back and forth and working with drummers and other people. Nice. I'm excited to hear this. Got E.G. Phillips here and this song is called Mental Maps. Into a mess of pretty sand. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
E.G. Phillips, Mutiny Radio, Mental Maps. Yeah, mental Maps, that is the geographer in me. Um, I actually have a degree in geography of all things. So um, that and uh, Doctor Who are huge influences on my songwriting. Uh, but um, obviously you have the reference to the Silk Road and all of that. Um, and then there are a lot of Doctor Who references in that song, or illusions, you know, space and time collapse, you know, a common occurrence, common issue uh, that the Doctor has to deal with. Uh, but that's a song that um, Ken Newman, who I will be playing with uh, Thursday at uh, the Utah and songwriters in the round, he'll be covering the Mental Map song uh, from G-Fest. See the third song from the time? Also covered fish song the first couple of years we did it. I've actually done almost as many EG Fests as I have. Uh, <laughs> he was a very enthusiastic virtuous uh, master of guitar Marshall Brown is also fantastic. Great. Uh, Temple Mount Salute. Anyone that is doing it always interesting to see what people do with the song because you know the whole point is to have somebody do their own performance. I think that a completely different arrangement, changing something from a minor key, adding your own mercury. I once had a saxophone and bass duo covering a People take liberties. Um, change of the sun became a change of the moon. That was Mike Bang, huh? Yeah. He made it a, a somewhere in between the, the fast and the slow versions of that song. Um, and you know, I've had people go on to actually record their song. Is sort of the secret hidden agenda that goals of songwriting. Have other people done it? Ken actually recorded his version of the fish song and placed it on vinyl. And Samantha Margaret did a great version of the song called "Sunday Is Made for Loving." Um, Byron, our first EG Fest cover of song from Lighthouse at the Edge of the World, uh, sort of made it his own and became part of his first EG Fest. Um, but, you know, the whole thing spanned different eras from Bob Dylan's 30th anniversary, where all these different songwriters performers covered you know, Bob Dylan songs like Neil Young and Lou Reed and Tom Petty and John Colvin and a whole bunch of other folks uh, in one concert 30 years ago. 30th anniversary of Bob Dylan. But, uh, that would be cool. I wonder if I could pull something like that off. Uh, but, you know, 
they have that cover your friends night at the Hotel Utah in Glendale. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good one. You want to talk about that? Yeah, um, we were talking a little bit about that. So, um, yeah, so it was sort of a crazy idea. Different traditions have arisen, like the rubber ducky. Cake. cake technology has progressed quite a bit since I was a kid. Cake looks like the fly, and it has been photo cake. Uh, that is in effect. It is in work. That is fun. I mean, you got all you need right there. Some sunshine, music, biscuit, curry. Good company. The process of rounding people up. There's a band that came uh, through here that their actual front album cover was a picture of a rubber ducky uh, on a river. I am, they, they do the crazy things with the rubber ducky. They, <laughs> you know, they dump a bunch of them in the Chicago River. That's a sounds like a fun adventure to do that to just see where the rubber duckies end up. Yeah, um, they'll eventually wash the shore somewhere, I would imagine. I can't imagine. Rubber duckies. They're pretty high demand. I mean, I can't imagine uh, having uh, rubber duckies in your merch stand. Well, I haven't gone so far as to commission my own personal rubber ducky. Why and what that does is a puzzle. Um, maybe someday. Rubber duckies that have pants. Um, <laughs> uh, for some reason, that's just not an obligatory requirement. Rubber duckies, in fact, one of my favorite parts of the part of the irony and rationale for this idea has been uh, that they're um, and really, it's just me being whimsical. 
have the writing really passing strong with all the teachers that we have in the forefront of seriously by the module committee and Bill Penner to have a routine wanna buy a duck. Apparently he tried with a whole bunch of other doctors and nothing happened. <laughs> um, so obviously it was a pain. Kind of on a whim I decided That was sort of a promotional gimmick or thing to talk about. There was a real incarnation at one point. Where I sat at Neck of the Woods. Real bands are fleeting. Yeah, seems like it. But also, I don't know. I see a little bit of both. I see in some ways it is, but yeah. I saw yesterday, I was at the knockout, and I saw two duos, which I guess, you know, would be a band, but no drummer. Yeah, well, these days, um, aside from being a band of the mind, conceptual thing, you know, whoever I end up playing with, Whatever group of people is playing with me, uh, that's just the latest current incarnation of Duck with Pain. That's great. Yeah, Neck of the Woods is a good spot, too. I think I did a feature there a long time ago. It's been forever. But that was, a, I think Neck of the Woods was the first open mic, one of the first open mics I ever went to. And it's, you know, they all have their own character. Bazaar is unamplified, and Utah has that sort of separate stage area, so you're away from the bar and everybody talking. Neck of the woods, you know, there's a lot going on in that room aside from yourself, so it's a good, good space for an artist to learn how to, you know, get people's attention. Compete with things like Baldur and Jingle Bells. So I guess they're a little bit better now about doing the Oh, yeah, the basketball thing in the back, right? Yeah. Do they still have that? Yeah. It might be something else now. Um, I mean, it's been a while since I've been there. Um, <laughs> so I, I just, you know. That's in your neck of the woods, though. It is in my neck of the woods. It is probably the closest uh, uh, open mic walking distance in me. Um, but I don't know. Um, they all have their own character. I think it's good to do it on the But um, definitely leaning towards the bizarre culture. Yeah. Yeah, I do like. There's something culturally very about um, about bizarre cafe. It just feels really organic and, and natural being in there. Yeah, and it's just a place where you know um, Josh and Razan put a lot of effort and love into that place. 
those who are more dedicated to the music. I mean, I'm not a knocker. It's a great place to perform, especially if you're there, but most of the world sometimes that, that intimacy that you to see people and have that that's something I never really got into even during the pandemic was you know, the whole performance angle so dry it, it's very hard to do I, mean, I, I see some twitch streamers uh, who have sort of mastered that art of being able to interact with the audience Scrolling stream of text, but you know, I tried you know, uh, Periscope or whatever it was. That Twitter had at one point live stream the platform, and you know, Facebook Live with people popping in and out, and really get the sense that they're doing a panel session. Can't really Where you finish the song, they're gone. Building up an audience like that takes a lot of effort, and it's just a whole different um, way, mode of operating. You, you know, you're engaging in a parasocial type of interaction, as if you're having a conversation. You know. All an artifice, as opposed to when you're really in front of people. And you know if your joke lands. There's a sense of appreciation. You don't get, you know. <laughs> yeah, there is something about that. I was talking to someone yesterday. I was at the. Uh, the bar in Dolores, they do an open mic there on Thursdays. If so, if I'm not a bazaar, I'm there. And somebody mentioned, you know, Seinfeld and some of these TV shows that if it didn't have a laugh track, then, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Or there was the thing like the initial episode of MASH. They didn't have the laugh track. They tried it with This is just—it's a different—it's a different style of performance. Be able to project yourself out there as if you're as if you're actually in the audience. Ever watch reaction shows? You're watching somebody else watch video, watching is sort of an interesting. But, you know, curious things as well. How you relate to parasocial relationships. That kind of idea of relationships feel You know about Think there's a bond with them. 
there to possess it. God says, We're watching them engage in terrorism. Kind of a way of just revisiting how we get very constant turn in that moment. Yeah. Wow. And so anybody that's just uh, tuning in right now, we got E.G. Phillips here at Muni Radio here on the 21st in Florida um, talking about this uh, Hotel Utah show coming up on Thursday. That is July 13th. Um, E.G. Fest as well. And JFK tomorrow. You're a busy guy. For the moment, um, opportunity to take the world over that piece of business now. Um, constant focus. But um, I did play some open mics there. Um, all night. Folks uh, from the Bay Area who have been at uh, uh, ASCAP Usually kind of driving. And it's a, you know, I want to get get back down that way, and also playing out the as is convention these days. I'll be releasing the single. November 2nd, the Day of the Dead. A good day that is a great day, yeah. Release Outlaw the Dead. Um, I also did a similar thing and released Aliens from an Alternate Earth. I released that on Earth Day. I did short for Aliens. <laughs> That's pretty clever. Uh, it's good to have. Yeah, um, you know, it's going to be a thing. Single as it comes out in August, probably this fall. I'll probably go across the state. Oh, that's great. That's awesome.
so anyone just tuning in right now, we got E.G. Phillips. We're going to play another track. Um, you know, I really like this Chain to the Sun. Do you want to play the slow and bluesy version or the other one? Dealer's Choice. Dealer's Choice. Okay, we'll do this. No, let's do the, the other one. Here comes the feeling that comes with the dusk. I am Hector as is dragged around the walls of Troy. It's a fate the ice giants can't even escape. That's a fate the ice giants can't even escape. Helios is riding away with my joy. Oh, my heart has been chained to the sun. Festus, finest, relentless, not a single link spin, fabricated weak. Sunny days uplift me, cloudy skies set me drifting, the constant rattle drives me crazy. Don't want to be playing host, ancient, tenacious ghost. So I decide to go outside Neighbors walk on their doors Barely stop and say hi Pretty girl heading towards me Clearly trying to avoid me I must accept I'm suspect In her eyes I'm just a maladroit E.G. Phillips sitting back with E.G. Phillips in the box right now, and you got a Mutiny Radio guitar. Yeah, I'm excited about that. We're, um, yeah, E.G. Phillips is going to be playing some tunes for you as we're kind of winding down the show. 
and starting up the weekend, getting geared up for the Hotel Utah show on Thursday, too. Here's I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Technical difficulties. So um, I figured I'd do as I'd play for you um, an acoustic version of the title track from the new EP uh, as a sort of preview, because I, I am told, uh, to paraphrase Tom Lair, in order to get a song popular by Halloween, you need to start plugging it well in advance. Um, the the origin of this song actually comes from the fact that if you've ever walked around San Francisco, you'll notice there are a distinct lack of cemeteries. Um, and that actually comes from the history of the city, wherein uh, the town fathers at one point decided to uh, take all that land that was being used for cemeteries, like the Laurel Heights Cemetery, and... Uh, convert that into space for housing. Um, and so they, as one article I read put it, outlawed the dead. Um, and you know, it was actually illegal to, uh, to bury people in San Francisco. Um, I thought that was um, a great title for a song and uh, it could mean so many different things. And so I, this is what I came up with. Post an eviction notice on the cemetery gates. Uproot tombstones like their weeds and start unearthing graves. They pack up the old tenants and drag their remnants south. They're building a new strip mall and kicking the caskets out. They're gone and outlawed the dead. They're gone and outlawed the dead. Those corpses can't afford it here and they've outlawed the dead. Oh, outlaw the dead. Outlaw the dead. Smash their monuments in the paving slabs and the departed don't dissent. You'll find it's easier with strangers if you're looking to repent. It's a city full of transplants, transients, and tents. All those good intentions, I'll tell you where they went. They've gone and outlawed the dead. They've gone and outlawed the dead. Though you can't just lie there now, they've outlawed the dead. Oh, outlawed the dead. I'm invisible now, can't you see? Outlaw the dead. 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 Outlaw the dead.
That's a great song. Thanks. Yes. A little rough there, but you know, that's how you know it's live. Um, and of course, it sounded good. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Well, you know, you, you got some improvisation a little <laughs> bit there, some of the chords, but um, yeah, that's um, it really turned out neat with um, the studio recording. Got some really uh, heavily distorted guitars and of course that spooky B3 organ and uh, some great vocal backing vocals uh, by a gal named uh, Grace Renau, um who is actually going to be the lead vocalist on the, uh, the, the song A Bridge Too Far, um, going so far as to delegate even the vocalist duties. So, um, but yeah, um, that, that will be out with the, the main EP, and of course I'll be playing it around. I'll uh, take another stab at it tomorrow at Golden Gate Park, and I'll be featuring it as part of my set at the Hotel Utah on Thursday. That, I mean, I feel like this uh, this gallery room here in, at Muni right now where I'm standing, it could be a dance floor right now, ducks with pants. <laughs> well, you know, if it moves you. It's grooving. Yeah. So what do you think we want to do next? Is yeah, I don't know. You know, which song, which song do you feel like playing next? Some... Um, I could play a, a, another song that uh, um, I was just practicing it a little bit before I came here. I've been playing it over the weekend. Uh, it's off the uh, Alien from an Alternate Earth album. Um, it's a little uh, uh, song called The Mockingbird's Repertoire. Somewhere after midnight, before the break of day, Carol's pried from her slumber and forced wide awake. She curses the curtains for failing to mute what she assumes is a car alarm. discover it's the latest addition to the Mockingbird's repertoire. On her way to the kitchen to make herself coffee, she passes a cage she regards as if empty. The silver home of a golden canary has long been left so love starved all because his song was once added to the mockingbird's repertoire not nearly as malicious a mimic as his cruel cousin the cuckoo who clearly deserves to be imprisoned in a clock. This magpie of mating calls must be in it for the mischief. Why else would the mockingbird mock? Weary and walking through fields of sweet clover, 
carols perturbed by a well-known warble. She picks up a stone and nearly hurls it, and out springs a meadowlark, whose crime was he couldn't be distinguished from the mockingbird's repertoire. I like the mockingbird. Yeah, um, that, that's sort of one of those sweet little songs. I mean, the chord progression is sort of a typical jazz standard chord progression uh, with, you know, the, the, the D uh, minor and the six and then the C7 and so forth. But, you know, then, um, you know, so I was sort of working on it as just an exercise to practice that progression. But um, I had this story of my mind of my sister who used to live down in Riverside, California, and there was a mockingbird outside <laughs> her window who imitated the car alarm. And that just um, <laughs> seemed like the, the sort of uh, a good way to start the song. And I, was, I don't know. Um, um, obviously, more avian-themed stuff, uh, name-checking the cuckoo, which was always a good folk, folk song sta staple. But... Um, you know, um, it it it's one of it has that form to it. It's just sort of short and sweet, but it has a a, a narrative that you can follow and uh, and a point, which I think songs should have. There should be a reason that you uh, you're writing the song. Um, you don't necessarily know it when you start, but that's one of the things that you know. Is a song ever really finished? No, but if you feel like it's saying something, then you know that that's a good sign you're on the right track. I say so. Um, yeah, and that's actually another song that'll be playing as part of EG Fest. Um, uh, Kevin Seal, who Kevin uh, Seal, uh, who plays, has got his band Seal Party and plays on both the uh, e the new EP as well as the Alien from Alternate Earth album. He will be taking that song on, and. Um, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see see what he does with it. Um, it, it yeah. You got a lot going on this next month. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Shall we? Yeah, you got one more for us? Yeah. Um, uh, continue on the theme of songs that are being played by at EG Fest. Um, this song has the distinction of... Um, it's going to be played by the person who inspired it. Um, I was uh, at a songwriting camp uh, down uh, near uh, San Luis Obispo, near Cambria, actually, and I got a ride back from Nina Jo Smith, um, who will be, this will be her second time uh, performing at uh, EG Fest. And, um, you know, uh, she decided to, uh, as on our way back, we stopped at the Wild Horse Cafe, uh, in King City, um, and um, there's a there was this gal there who was, who was serving the coffee, and she as we left, she made some remark that you know she seemed to be content to be uh, a little bit of magic in the middle of nowhere. And I said, well, that sounds like a song, and she said I could have it, and so decided to take advantage of that offer. <laughs> ¶¶ 
called Ode to the Wild Horse Cafe. At a truck stop diner outside King City, she's sprinkling sparkles on unicorn latte. She's a little, little bit of magic in the middle of nowhere. So Lachie decided to share are the coconut cream pies with the whipped cream piled high. I'm contented just to pop by this little bit of magic in the middle of nowhere. So glad she decided to share. Is she content just to be that? Does it ever get to be a little old hat, a little old hat, the background dinner, the daytime TV, courtroom soap operas in jeopardy, and this little bit of magic in the middle of nowhere, so glad she decided to share. First got a taste while getting a lift from Nina, who knows it from many a trip. It's this little bit of magic in the middle of nowhere. So glad she decided to share. Is this trip worth it? It has its moments. Got me out of the city. I'd call that a bonus. I'd call that a bonus. I pass her off ramp on the way to the winery. I've got a gig tonight, but I'm playing for free. It's this little bit of magic in the middle of nowhere. Reminds me why I'm going there. Strolling through Soma, I found this brand new toy. This tune I'm composing brings me such joy. A little bit of magic that's come out of nowhere. So glad to be able to share. So glad to be able to share. So glad to be able to share. Wow. It's been really fun having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to uh, Hotel Utah this Thursday. It's a lot of fun. Songwriters from around. Always a good time. Ask yourself a sample of platter of various towns from the Bay Area. And of course, it's a great venue. Cool dive bar. Stick around. And the ducks and cake. We got a here in Golden Gate Park tomorrow around That is a really great beer garden. to Mutiny Radio and uh, 
Come out this Thursday. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be playing it back at T-Desk Concert here shortly.
good everyone. Welcome to the Tiki Desk. We are the Tough Brothers. That was a twin song. Now it's a Dylan song. Doing a couple covers to start off for you.
the first Pep Brothers concert ever. First time. And the first JW Blunt. How is that? That was awesome. I'm still blown away by that. Keep it at a little hot.
brother would be really ashamed of Jake right now. We are playing back the Pep Brothers Tiki Desk. Right now, we're getting geared up for the comedy battle after the show. Caleb and Jake, they host a open mic at Barley's on Mondays. That is on Polk between Post and Geary. And they have one in Rudy's on Wednesdays. That is on 16th and Valencia. Checks it. Show up to go up. Open Don't mic. touch me,
Bros. Tiki music. The Tip Brothers. Tiki Desk concert. One more song. One more song. One more. Hey, what's the story behind the Pep Bros? How'd they get together? The Pep Bros. All right, one more time for your featured act here. Brothers. Big old the neighbors. Pep Brothers. We got some comedy coming up for you momentarily. I'm gonna stop this live. Comedy. Yeah, the vibe is so and then I'm gonna give some comedy going on tonight as well um, at the Improv. That is at 5280 Telegraph Avenue. Uh, that's right for First Fridays. I'm gonna be the featured musical guest. That's 
not even until 8.45. So that's like three hours from now. I'm going to go back and play um, this E.G. Phillips list. There's there's so much. It's got so much good stuff up here on Spotify. And so I was just going to play this uh, E.G. Phillips uh, on Spotify until the comedy battle. Thank you again for uh, tuning into the JW Mega Wake show. And next week we're going to be having the Silk Road Truckers. Stay tuned for some tasty jokes. Sunk lightning, that is my Candyman theme. Little Russian, Russian drop to the candy sunset. Won't stop the black night at its apex. All the dissipating mode. That's a fresh, hazy morn. Wonder which crap you happen to be brewing. A slight moonshine's gentle mewing. It's a totality of the eclipse. You're pining for Grey Hot Luna, Grey Hot Luna, Grey, Grey Hot Grey Hot Luna, Grey Hot Luna, Grey, Grey Hot. Both day shifts you must learn to endure. The wolves will only howl At least the water is shimmer And the skyline's pallid glimmer And they're rapturing lethal silence Of the flaps of an hour Sit in some 
To survive, I don't have suckers, I can't change colors, they instantly dawn at the sky. Perhaps this ancient notion is not so absurd. You're not from the ocean, but a much older universe. You slip through the cracks between worlds, and you cannot. Asking, you've got the humans all beat With one arm you stole the fish bucket Occupied us with another three 
Perhaps this ancient notion is not so absurd. You're not from the ocean, but a much older universe. You slip through the crack between worlds, they cannot return. You're an alien from an alternate earth. Suited for you than it is for us. This infinite division of our attention is not something to which I'll adjust. Grind the gems of paradise to become more less dust. Don't you ever despair 
albatross Don't you know you can't get lost Cause you're never truly lost When you are at home at sea Bones. 
Jackie Robinson. Billy It is. 